Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Cy Brown, and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. I am so happy to be hanging out with everybody today. It is an awesome day here in the New York City area. It's sunny, but it's cold, y'all. <laughs> it is cold, cold, cold. I, we talked yesterday, Thanksgiving is coming, and it is definitely uh, getting a little brisk up here in the 212. Listen, if anybody is going to the parade on Thanksgiving, hit me up. You know, I want to be Instagramming and tweeting and all that good stuff. So if you're going to be in the New York City area and you're going to the Thanksgiving parade, hit me up at Cy Brown on Twitter, or, you know, you can hit me up on Facebook. I'd love to hang out with you. Maybe we could do some type of hashtag SBMS chat, uh, get some hot cocoa and things like that. So it's going to be a good day. But that's in about another week. This weekend we have a really, really great event that I'm involved in called the Fatherhood Buzz Men's Health Initiative, and I have the pleasure of having the National Coordinator, Mr. Ed Lawson, on the line. Mr. Lawson, are you there? Yes, I am. Great to have you. I'm I'm happy that you're hanging out with me today. This is this is good stuff. We are going to jump right into this conversation because there's so many facets that touch men women and families from this initiative. We all know the impact that barbershops play, but um, first of all, let everybody know who you are, and then I'm going to get right into, you know, all of the questions that I have. Ready for my questions, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay, um, so I got that... a smile out of you. <laughs> <laughs> my name is uh, Ed Lawson. I am um, the Director of Program Operations for Farms Incorporated. Farms Incorporated is a not-for-profit organization um, whose main focus is to promote responsible fathers, fatherhood, and the impact and the importance of fathers on families. Um, Father Incorporated, about two years ago, received the federal contract through the Department of Health and Human Services to serve as the prime contractor for the National Responsible Fatherhood Clearinghouse, which is a, a federal resource that provides resource information for fathers directly and for families uh, as well as programs that serve fathers and families. And so in that role, um, I am the community um, outreach coordinator for the National Responsible Fatherhood Clearinghouse. My responsibilities include operating all national efforts and outreach efforts to try to engage agencies that serve fathers and families, as well as to encourage men um, to be engaged in the lives of their children. I mean, this is this is not the first time we've addressed fatherhood here on the show, but I'll tell you why this really speaks to my heart. As, since the show runs online, your program is nationwide. I actually saw the list of participating barbershops uh, where a lot of this information about being a healthy father, being a participatory father, it's across the country, right? How many states are participating? Yeah, we have about 24 states um, across the country. Um, we started out in 2012 on Father's Day, the Father's Day weekend, and we participated in 10 pilot, pilot cities, actually, not even states, um, just to get it off the ground to see what the reception would be, and it was overwhelming. Um, so since that inaugural effort, we tried to do um, something at least once a quarter, um, and, and each quarter we would try to focus on a different topic, and this topic happens to be about men's health. Well, you know, I think it, there's such a, an intricate link. If, if you get men, if you pique their awareness to be healthy about themselves, I believe, and quite unscientifically, 
that naturally it gets them a little more cognizant of the health of their children, no? Yeah, and, you know, that's, that was the real exciting piece of this, this work uh, because we know what happens in barbershops. Organic conversations spur up all the time. People are talking about from a range of, of, of topics, politics, um, women and children. Um, and so what we were concerned about was oftentimes the conversation goes to a negative bent. We wanted to have men with available resources, how to cook a, how to cook a meal, um, where, where they can go to get exercise, how they can go and access free health care or low-cost health care, where, where can they go to get insurance. Um, so we wanted to make sure the conversation was going on. But then what we also realized was that if you want to be engaged with your family, you need to be around. You know, right. you can't kick a ball with your, with your son or daughter or you can't play, you can't get on your knees because your knees are aching because you haven't exercised. All of these factors become integral in, in being engaged in the lives of your children by staying healthy yourself. Well, you know, and, and I have to share this with, with my listeners. It, this is not just a black men thing. Men, this is a barbershop men's thing. And the collateral that I'm looking at right now, they're men of all colors. So I want to stress to my listeners, this is not just, oh, it's a hood thing or urban thing or, you know, no, this is a dad thing. Dad, dad's being healthy, whether you're black, white, mixed, whatever. I have that correct, right, Mr. Wilson? No, absolutely. You, you know, we think that it, it you know, from barbers, movies like The Barbershop and, and other things like that, that it is just essentially a, a black issue or a Hispanic issue. And it actually isn't. I mean, men go to barbershops to, to have conversations. And oftentimes, even our, our white counterparts we found, in fact, I, we had a barbershop that works with us and is participating since, since the inception of Fatherhood Buzz. And the name of the lead barber owner is Mohawk Mike. And Mohawk Mike has three um, different locations, and he's been involved in fatherhood buzz since its inception. And he wow. said to me that it doesn't matter race, color. We have the same kinds of conversations yep. that you guys have. And it was just really um, a really joy to hear because this is a real – because in the work that we do, which is to disseminate information, real resource information to men and fathers and their families, we need to go with men are to have this conversation. That's, that right. is no good to have this conversation at 30,000 feet if men, are not, men on the ground are not actually really receiving the resources necessary for them to be engaged and involved in their family's lives. So for us, it's a real godsend. And um, one, of the, one of the other ways that we, at the, we changed sort of the climate and shifted the paradigm at the clearinghouse once we took over the contract in addition to fatherhood buzz, we also were able to engage in a social media um, campaign that now involves Facebook and Twitter. And I'm happy to announce that our Twitter, I'm sorry, our Facebook page has over 25,000 likes, what? which is which is which is amazing for a government website. Um, and we are actually really reaching people where they are. So uh, we have done really a great job, I believe, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but at really reaching the public, reaching men where they are, having and engaging them in that conversation that they so often never really got a part of. I mean, I was attracted to this because through my work of um, being part of sitting on the board and being part of a federally qualified health center here in the New York area, and I see the 
lack of men. You know, you sit one, you know what happens? You can sit in these positions that we're going to serve this community, we're going to serve this community, but until you actually go to those waiting rooms and reception rooms and see who your patient is, there really are no men. And so through my personal, Saida Brown's personal initial outreach to these barbershops, you know what one of the guys said? He was like, I don't want to go because there's a cute girl who's, who's at the registration desk. Something as simple as, not having a man at the reception desk at a health center or a clinic was a deterrent. And so I went back to the CEO of that organization. I was like, you know what? We need to consider getting some part-time guys to, to do intake. And it was an interesting conversation because it was well-received. It was like, oh, wow, yeah, I guess you're right. But when you listen to what these men want in these barbershops and what's preventing them from seeking care, which could at the end of the road, help them be a better parent, be a better dad. It's something as simple, having somebody that looks like them. But that transcends anything. People want to have that connection and that relationship. And so I'm hoping that this initiative is actually going to change um, the, the paradigm um, with the organizations in which I work because that, was, that knocked me off my feet when he was like, I just don't want to go and talk to a cute girl and tell her I need to see a doctor. And that was, that was, that was very telling for me. Yeah, and you know, just to add to that, um, I think what we found in our work is we we do we spend a lot of time in engaging um, agencies that serve families and helping them to understand that families do include fathers, and mm-hmm. and there is a specific dialogue that you need to have with fathers to engage them to make them feel welcome, which is to the point that you were just making. Mm-hmm. How do I make fathers feel more welcome in my environment? It could be simple as like you just said. Um, the receptionist, but also, it could also be pictures. And it could also be the dynamic in which they come in. Is it a confrontational dynamic or is it a dynamic that speaks to how do I strengthen or help this family grow stronger? So uh, one of the things that we did at the Clearinghouse, um, and, and I apologize, www.fatherhood.gov is our website, www.fatherhood.gov. I encourage you to visit that website. We developed a toolkit, a responsible fatherhood toolkit, which I think outlines a lot of the stuff that you just mentioned mm-hmm. Brad, about how you engage uh, and develop and sustain fatherhood programs in your communities. I love it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ed Lawson, this is, this is great. And just know that you have an open invitation to come back to the show every quarter if need be. Whenever you guys just, you know, have a new program or a new initiative, because this is very, very uh, important. And it's about strengthening families, keeping families together, you know, not having that baby mama drama, and making sure these dads are healthy and, and, and do stick around. So thank you so much for joining us. And a big shout-out to your entire team. Thanks for letting, telling them, for letting us hang out with you uh, today. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. And, and hopefully people will get out tomorrow, November 16th, for our full fatherhood buzz, men's health initiative, go visit your barbershop, have healthy conversations, and, get, and ask guys to become healthy. Oh, no doubt. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Don't forget to hang out with us. I'm going to put all of the links and um, their Facebook pages and everything up on my blog, so make sure you check that. I'll also send it out to um, the email list, so make sure you join our email list so you can stay up to date with what's going on with your neighborhood. Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, but you shall not pass this way again. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you soon.